trust seems hard to come by these days. Generally, even statistically, we are increasingly skeptical of our leaders, of our news, even of our own worldview, of our, well, you fill in the blank. And while a little, little healthy skepticism may lead us at times to new insights or expanded ways of thinking, the most natural human reaction to chaos or disorder is to hold on to certain things in our lives with a blind faith, asserting our view or opinion with force and backing it up only with assertions that fit that view. But a constructed faith in the things of this world is like that house built on sand. It doesn't stand very long. When we talk about faith as Christians, we speak about something constructed by God. Or maybe the better way is to say that it is instilled within us. Faith is a gift. As Martin Luther famously writes in the explanation to the third article of the Creed, I believe that I cannot, by my own understanding or effort, believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to him. In other words, I believe that I cannot believe. The Holy Spirit instills this gift within us. It is God's work. But faith needs something to cling to, and it isn't an opinion or emotion or a philosophy. Now, like an iceberg, much of who God is is hidden from view. But everything we need to trust God is revealed in God's word. We can see the tip of the iceberg anyway, especially as these words point us to Christ. Faith in what is revealed necessarily acknowledges that there is much that is hidden, much about God that is hidden and mysterious. But faith in what is revealed gives insight and even direction for trusting God in the midst of things that seem opposite, when we feel like we can't see God. God's life-giving promise is given through the death of Jesus. Now, logic won't grasp that. It doesn't make sense. But faith will. And faith will see that in the hardest and most hopeless times, God's life-giving promises are present there as well. Now, faith is less trying to figure out a logical reason for hard times and much more simply trusting in God's presence, looking for how God is being revealed and receiving that revelation with joy. Now, don't get me wrong. Faith and reason do go together. Our, our brains should not check out in order for faith to reign. But sometimes trying to figure out every answer takes us away from trusting God in the storm so deeply that we cannot help but experience peace and joy. I mean, really, it so often comes down to whether we wish to bank on ourselves and our control or give in to faith in an eternal and loving God who just might have a tad more power, purpose, and control than we do. Perhaps it isn't ironic that in times where we are at a loss for control, our faith often grows. We are promised in the second chapter of Ephesians and in many other places that we are saved by grace through faith. And it seems sometimes this drives us to think we need to have enough faith or the right kind of faith to be saved. But faith simply receives a promise. Like a doctor receiving a baby she did not create or cause to be born. <laughs> Although I think I think of my faith more like uh, being more like a fumbling cab driver who didn't get the mom to the hospital on time. But you get the point. Faith is a wonderful gift, but it, it is the promise, 
not our ability to receive it, that carries the great power. In his introduction to Romans, Luther calls faith, quote, a living, bold trust in God's grace, so certain of God's favor that it would risk death a thousand times trusting in it. My prayer for us today is that we would receive God's favor, God's promises, God's life this day. Be assured 100% of these promises. And may all you do this week flow from that assurance and be a blessing to you and to those around you. Amen.